In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Betches Moms, with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. This week we're solo again and you know these are our favorite episodes and we get to answer all your questions and just catch up with each other. Um, so Aileen, what's new with you? Um, not much. <laughs> N2M, JCU. Um, you know, it's always just like something's new. You know, yesterday, like at work, so we went, I went to the UUP show and I went to the office during the day and then randomly Mila's like, oh, she's a little... She's randomly fell asleep with her nanny like at four. Her head is warm. I'm like, fuck. Oh, no. I'm sick. Like, do I have to go home? Oh, my God. My whole, my mind was just like swirling. You were spiraling. But then spiraling. That's the word. I wasn't swirling. I was spiraling. Um, I was swirling downwards. <laughs> that's <what laughs> Spiraling. Um, and... But but then I FaceTime with her and she seemed like she was in good spirits when she woke up. She just seems like I think she's teething, like her gums like are gigantic. Oh yeah. So I think that's kind of the issue and she's just a little cranky, but she's so fucking sweet. Oh. When she's not feeling well, she'll like rest her butt like when she's having her bottle, she'll rest her body on you. That's and it's so like a cute. little baby baby monkey like she's like a little baby animal <laughs> it's just like those moments while you feel really bad they're not feeling well you just want to hold on to them for so long <laughs> you're like you'll never get this back i know when they do the whole like the head on the shoulders and you're just <sighs> like Oh my, my heart. God. Your whole heart just like explodes. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, what is this feeling? I don't understand it. Right. But you just, but then at the same time, you're like, oh, you, you don't feel well, your little body. But she's okay. It's just, just teething. Her like teeth are just busting through. Yeah. And they're like uneven. It's really funny. That's so cute. Um, just how many teeth does she have now? Four. Oh. Like two in the top, two in the bottom. But I think there's like oh my God. the ones on the sides are getting all white, like uh-huh. the gum area. Ugh. Uh-huh. Do you tend to like, will you like give her Tylenol for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not like only, I, I usually don't like give her unless she can't sleep, like it's really intense. Yeah. Or if she's like really crying, but she also had a warm forehead. So I also right. didn't want her to break into like an intense fever. So, um, and like sleeping is important for a child. So I just wanted to get, yeah. I gave her a little Motrin just now 
or like this morning when she woke up because she wasn't feeling so great. Oh, poor baby. But she's better. I get like crazy if I, they feel warm and I like literally take their temperature every 10 minutes for like three days straight. <laughs> do you, Are you like that or you're just like... I did do that, but it was so difficult. So I don't have the patience to do it every 10 minutes. <laughs> so great, I guess, great job with patience. But... um. It didn't say fever, but I was like, is this thermometer bad? Like, I don't fucking know. It's one of those head ones, you know? Oh, okay. I don't, I personally threw my head one out because I, Oliver once had a fever and I had the head one and we went to my sister's house. I was like, can I borrow your ear thermometer? Like something's not right. And he had like 102. And your head one said no fever? And my head one said no fever. I think the head ones are like shit. Shit. I go get yourself the brawn ear thermometer. How do you get it in their ear for long enough? What do you mean? It's a little button. It's a button. And it's it like a second. Yeah, it takes like it's it's literally a second. Brawn ear thermometer. Gotcha. All right. Good, yeah. Good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because when she had COVID, um, I used the head thing and I know she was way hotter than what the thing said. But then again, I didn't know. I was just like, okay, this is what it's telling me. But right. But it broke in a day. So anyway, <laughs> but that's where we're going with. Okay. And well, I hope she feels better soon. Thank you. How's um how's life with you? What's what's up? Oh my god, so much. We went on a kid-free weekend getaway to Montauk um, with a couple oh, of fun. friends. It was really fun. We usually do this once a summer um, with the same group of people, and um, I just felt so guilty leaving this time and How partially come? because like I don't know like Jack was so cranky they were like on and off with their coughs like they've both been like on and off sick all summer and um I can't I, like once we were there we were fine I was fine but I felt really really I like had put Jack down for his nap and then I left and I was so upset um but they were in good hands and um I was able to like, I have like nest cameras in my house I was able to watch and like, which makes me feel better. And um, I felt, and then like the guilt set back in when I got home because the second I walked in, I look at Jack, I'm like, he does not feel well. And I picked him up and he was so warm and I went to take his temperature in his ear and he freaked out. I was like, oh my God, he has an ear infection. Oh no. And it was a Sunday. I couldn't take him to the doctor. So I just gave him Motrin because um, I'm sure he was in so much pain. And I was like, oh, like I went away and now he's sick. And But I took him like first thing Monday morning and it was an ear infection. He got antibiotics and antibiotics are amazing. Yay, medicine. Because he's, he's finally better. so much better. Um but yeah, I felt like so, so guilty leaving them. And then Noah kept saying to me, like, listen, like we need to do these things to like recharge our battery. And it's, yeah. we're like, think of it as like we're doing something for the kids. And I, I took a poll and I feel like it was like very 50-50 of like people feeling guilty and not feeling guilty leaving their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which like I feel like there have been times where like I didn't feel like as guilty, but like I just did this particular time I really did. Is it what was the guilt was just to you were they were not with you or was the guilt like leaving them with not a parent leaving them with not a parent yeah I yeah I also went away by my with but Rusty was home 
Okay. So I went away like last weekend with my girlfriends and I didn't really feel much guilt because I knew Rusty was there. And so right. like she wasn't going to miss me too much, you know? Right. Like she had that comfort of her dad. She still had that bond. Yeah. With her dad who she cannot stop saying his name. She, she said, what did she say? She go, oh, I'm like, Mila, who am I? Say mama. She goes, Dada. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe soon. You. Dada. <laughs> it's so funny because actually Jack runs around the house going, Daddy, Daddy. And then I'm like, Jack, what's my name? He goes, Bobby. Bobby. I'm Bobby in the house. I'm not mommy. It's probably because yeah. he's just like so congested and he's like trying to say oh. the M's and it comes out as Bobby. It's a but, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. But yeah, so she was fine. Um, but yeah, I get the feeling of like leaving too long if neither of you were with. And then you're like putting yourself in their like shoes for a minute. And if I were them, I'd be like, where are my parents? I'm all yeah. alone. But really, they're probably not like harping no. on that. No. And fun. like, I know. And like, they were supposed to like go to the beach with my in-laws like for on Saturday, which was like the main, the full day we were away. And I was like, okay, like they'll be great. Like they're going to have a whole beach day with their grandparents. And my, my in-laws got COVID. So oh my God. the plans had to change last minute. So I was like, oh my God, they're just going to be like home all day. And like, this is kind of, I feel like this is like similar to our conversation we had last week about um in the mom guilt of the girl feeling like guilty for not doing more extracurricular activities mm-hmm. with her baby. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like I felt like my kids were going to be so bored being at home all day. But, but like mm-hmm. in reality, day. like who cares? Like they're busy 24-7 every other day. And it's a weekend. Your weekends are meant for nothing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like they need to you know, wind down. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I like I like Noah's perspective about like it's for you so you can be better parents. It's for the kids and therefore it's for the kids. You know, I'm planning a trip with Rusty to go away um, in October without her during the week. Like my dad and my dad's going to fly up to spend like sort of take our place in our nice. house for a week. I had no guilt until right now. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have guilt. And I'll tell like, No, but I, I was just. I know, I know, I, I know I shouldn't, but it's just kind of funny how like nothing has changed. So the guilt is such like a, you're still going to go, right? Yeah, you're still going to go. I mean, go. I could not go. Yeah. But if I, but I'm still going to go and I can like choose not to feel guilty and then enjoy it the same as I was thinking about enjoying it <laughs> 10 minutes ago before we started. I'm sorry to. Um, no, 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 it's not your fault because I know, I know I would have, it would have come eventually. It was one of those things I'm just like, I'm not like thinking about, it. I'm just kind of going through the actions of trying to book it. Right. Because right. I know that I need a vacation. Like I know I need you to. Do. You do. <laughs> and like from an outside perspective, like you saying this to me, it's so clear to me. Like you, like me, like me saying like what Noah was saying to me, you need this for yourself. Yeah. You need to right. recharge. You both need to learn to have time apart from each other. But like when you're in it, like you can't think that way. Right. I know. It's very hard. And you're just like, you dramatize these emotions that like you're, you think your children are having. And it's like, you don't know if it's true, if it's happening. And, and they're going to be so excited to see you because at the end of the day, the point is, is like, you're teaching them that mom and dad always come back and some time apart is good. Yeah. 
And then I felt myself like overcompensating, like especially with Oliver, like Jack doesn't know which way is up. But like with Oliver, I felt myself like really overcompensating. Um, and then like I, it didn't help that I actually did a, a girl's trip the past two days and I <laughs> left him again. But he was with um, Noah, so it was different. But like this, I like went and like bought him like more toys that he didn't need <laughs> and came back. I was like, look how much stuff I brought you. I was thinking of you the entire time. So I feel really like funny. whatever. But um, I have yeah. a I have a memory of myself being a kid really young staying at my and I it must have been I was staying at my grandma's house who passed away when I was 10. So I was definitely very little. And my parents um, went on a trip to Europe. And I, they left me at my grandma's for that time. I remember being like, why can't I go? But then after that ended, after they left, I was like, oh, okay, time to hang out with grandma. And then like <laughs> fun times ahead, she gives me like dessert for dinner. Like it's just, and I get to watch like all the Barney I want. And <laughs> <Barney>. it was, <laughs> yeah, it was like so fun and it was fine. And then they came back and I was like, oh, great. Like, what is France? Or, I don't know where they went. I think it was Paris or something like that. Oh, that's nice. It was just, it's funny to th remember that. I know it is. It is interesting. And I think, and I, I do try to think back, like, when I remember my parents leaving, it was the same thing. Like, I would stay at my grandparents. Um, yeah. And I had the best time. <laughs> I yeah. loved it. It's, it's not like you're your kid's friend. Like, your kids aren't your friends that they're sad. Like, you're being left behind. They're just like, you're there rule keep you're you're the you're the person who has all the rules so right. when the person that makes all the rules leaves you're just like fuck yeah yeah <laughs> so, right i guess that's a good way to think about guilt it is a good way to think about it oh she would miss me <laughs> worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash Betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Betches. Well, as always, my therapy session, you made me feel better. (laughs) So let's move on to our listener questions. Um, These are always so fun to answer. It's also fun to like hear what people are like have brewing in their heads. And it like makes me feel like, like, oh, we're all thinking the same things here. Right. Right. Um, Okay. What should we answer? Um, Okay. Let's read the first one. How do I balance wearing my mom hat and my friend hat with kids? And this one actually, we got a few of these that were similar. So the topic is how do I be a mom, but also a friend to my children? Um, I don't know how to answer this because it doesn't apply like like what I think this matters when the kids are a little older yeah I mean I don't know if like I feel like I could like relate to it a little bit because Oliver's at the age where I'm communicating with him and I can't say like I'm sure it's much different when you're when they're older when they're teenagers um and would love to get a perspective from somebody on that but from the instance of just like a four-year-old I feel like sometimes in my head, I'm like, I want him to like remember me. Like I'll actively think as I'm like doing something. I want him to remember me as like a fun mom and someone that like engaged with him and was like interested in like what he was thinking and what he was doing. And I guess that's like what most parents do. Like you want your kids to feel like that. But then I'm like, but also he needs to know that I have the authority and right. like while we're like playing these games together and stuff. So, but like he does, like he's too little to like not know that. But like I do think in my head that like I could see myself when the kids are older being like unsure of that line. Like you want them to feel comfortable talking to you and like not withhold any information from you. Mm-hmm. That's a good point about like the comfortability or like the, have the kids confiding in you because originally my thought was the question is based in like, I want my kids to like me because sometimes, you know, like mom, you know, if you're a rule maker, your kids want to like rebel against you. They don't, they're mad that you set those boundaries sometimes, right. you know, they get it later in life. But um, I thought it was based in, in like kind of that. And my thought was like, I don't, I don't think that you're meant to be liked a hundred percent as a mom. I think that's part of the job. But if you're saying like, the confide in you part as a friend. Um, I think that makes sense. But I, I think maybe you can share stuff with them in a way that's appropriate for their age, right? Or like what, so that they know that like mom's human yeah. and you can tell us anything, but not in a way that's like, I'm going to tell you everything because that's our relationship because we're best friends. Right. Like, I think that can also that, which I mean, I'm not going to shame or judge, like whatever you fucking want to do is fine. <laughs> but like, in my opinion, I think like you can, you can be a fun mom. Doesn't mean that like, she's not mom. She's just, she's fun, but she's also like sets boundaries and sets the rules and determines what's safe for you. Yeah. But also can like have a good time. I don't know. Like yeah. was there a time when you like remember resenting your parents for 
things yeah. and that made you not want to confide in them? I feel like I never didn't want to confide in my parents. I actually feel like, and, and I always think, and there's a ton of stuff that my parents didn't do right, but like there's a lot they did do right. And I think that they always made me feel comfortable with the fact of that I was a teenager and I was going to do teenage things. Yeah. And like once I had my dad pick me up from a party and I was drunk and I didn't want to be there, whatever. I didn't want to be there anymore or I needed a ride home, whatever. And he wasn't mad at me at all. Right. Like he actually was very understanding and appreciative that I called him right. and that he knew I was safe. And yeah, that was it. Like we had the talk about, you know, obviously being – being responsible but like a teenager is gonna do what a teenager is gonna do and like right. i think i think when it comes down to it as long as you're setting the rules where they're safe and they understand why certain rules are implemented yeah. to be safe then everything else is kind of like all right right i think i agree with you that like you feel like they have their best you you feel like your parents have your best interests in mind even though you might not agree with them right. like they're somewhat reasonable right although i my my mom was like pretty strict and i still felt like i could confide but at the same time like I was really scared when I got like really bad grades like I would try to get a weight like around it I remember flushing my tests in the toilet really? or like forging yeah forging signatures because I was like really scared like if I got a bad grade I um yeah I was so scared but I yeah I think that at the end of the day like your job as a parent is to be the parent like, right. you know, then like, and and then there's always time to be a friend later. But I think you, I think you earn the friendship later in life if you are like the parent in early life. I, I think, think that's that, really good advice. Thanks. I just came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I feel like you don't earn the friend, you don't get the friendship later if you're like too 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 strict and you doesn't make or you're too 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 lenient right um but you know I th there's so many books about like raising teenagers that I'm gonna read later <laughs> yeah if you're if you're a pro on teens let us know we'll be coming to you <laughs> yeah yeah seriously but I think that when you're balancing you can be a friend as you can your your hat doesn't you don't have to wear like one hat all the time you could change right. the hat and then just like if it's in the moment of playtime you can be playful with the ch kid mm -hmm. that's where you could be the friend but then you're like but mom can be a friend like I, you know what i mean it's not like one or the other yeah like, you'll be a fun mom yeah it shouldn't be one way or yeah. the other it's just balancing it and well, she and then, asked, how do I balance it? <laughs> oh. Well, then. No, I, I really, I liked your advice on, you know, you want, like, the friendship probably more so comes later. Yeah, right. When, like, they're more of an adult. Yeah. All right, let's do the next question. Which one do you want to answer next? Um, how about how long did it take for you to bond with your baby? That's a good one because it's like, what does it mean to bond? Yeah. How long did it take you? It wasn't instant. Right. I think there was different levels of bonding. Yes. 
it's funny also you can see it differently than like kind of feel in it like I could see it with Rusty differently than than me like feeling the transition of yeah. like what it felt because I feel like he's bonded with her more now definitely she's, like can move around can show a little more emotion is more it's more of like a two-way thing I agree from a dad's perspective I think Noah's the same way like it definitely took until they could like interact but like even for like me I remember with Oliver thinking it was weird because like I never heard any conversation around it that like bonding isn't necessarily instantaneous. I know that with both my kids, I loved them and I didn't want anything to happen to them and I wanted to take care of them. But I wasn't like obsessed, I guess, <laughs> is like the way to put it. And then I think as time kept going and I think even like to the point of like where they could interact and like I think like I feel the strongest about – not talking about Oliver because it's completely different. Like Jack's still in the baby's phase. I think that like even now, like I feel like my strongest bond with him, with Jack has happened like like six months or like even like now me, might be like the strongest. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe it'll get stronger too. Like, yeah, like, you can't compare. Um, yeah, I felt it's like it's like just like a different bond. Like in the beginning, I think there's like a bond, and I felt like very strongly. But it's like once you get to know the pers a person more, yeah. It's hard to get to know a baby who's not really like a full person. It's just like a little blob. Right. Um, so I think it makes weird. sense. It's like a different type of bond. But um, I think that like if you're asking this and you're concerned that maybe like you're not bonding, um, I would decrease A, your expectations and just kind of like, you know, feel what you're feeling rather than, you know, wait for fireworks because it's not like fireworky it's just like little moments of emotion that come yeah. randomly i think that would be like and then they those add up to each to like a bond right yeah. um, i agree with that and i feel yeah. like i had a similar experience i'm sure everybody's experience is really different somebody might completely disagree with us and be like no i felt yeah. instantaneously or whatever um, I also think if you think it's like an issue, then I would reach out to talk to somebody because yes. maybe there's something else going on. Yes, that's like one of those, that's like one a sign of different kind of postpartum things. If like you feel like, if you feel like there's something wrong, then it's worth just to ask someone Yeah, who's an expert. It's not, doesn't, you know, like you're definitely not alone in that. And that can range. Like you can have baby blues, or it could be just nothing and it's just standard, you know, like right. there's no like all of us, there's no like, again, there's it's not like with breastfeeding, it's like, there's no this like magical rainbow, like fireworks and you're like, wow, I'm bonded. And then like the key fits into right. the hole. Like it's nothing <laughs> like something like that. It's just, it's like in my, in my opinion or my perspective, it's like tiny little moments of emotion and obviously like when you see your kid you might feel this like wow this is my child like that's cool yes like that's a new feeling but i wouldn't say it's like oh this child <laughs> is my it's not like lion king you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Semenya. like i wouldn't say but maybe some people might have that you know everybody's things vary differently that's why i would say like 
reduce expectations, consider your expectations. Is this something that's some, do you feel something's wrong or is it just like, I think I expected this crazy thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And then just, if you feel something's wrong, I would talk to somebody. If you feel it's just like, wow, it's not as like dramatic as I thought it would be, just wait it out. Right. See what happens. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, next question. Okay, how did you decide which diapers are best for your babies? That's funny. Um, what did you do? How did you decide? I feel like this is like what I did with like bottles and sippy cups. I just tried everything. Um, because like I really think that like you could like read reviews, but there really is no like one size fits all and you need to like – there are things that you like better that like other people don't, vice versa, whatever. I was like a big Pampers pure girl with Oliver. Yeah, I'm a Pampers pure. Yeah, and it was like great. And with Jack, I am on an Honest subscription and those were great. And that was really it. I felt like when I was – I was also a big Huggies overnight for Oliver. I was about to ask you about that. Uh Uh-huh. And then I was using them for Jack and they kept exploding overnight. No, no, no. Like the the diaper was like opening up. And when I would like change him after – like in the morning, he would pee so much. So like they couldn't really like hold his pee. But I really, really loved them for Oliver. And I really, really loved the coterie diapers when they were newborns um, Mm. because they were so soft. um, And they do hold a lot of pee. But like personally, they were – I felt like there were other less expensive options. that It Mm -hmm. like wasn't sustainable with how expensive they are. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you about the overnight because like I also was unsure like do I have a different diaper for overnight or is this like marketing? Because like the Pampers Pure is like it says holds 12 hours of pee. And it's so funny because I ran out of like swim diapers the other day and I still like put meal in the pool with like the regular diaper and I just changed it right after. Yeah. But the amount that it holds. I know. (laughs) It's like holy shit. And oh, this is not sponsored, by the way. This sounds like so. This sounds like a, totally ad, but sponsored. it's not an ad. It's not an ad. Um, but so I was like confused. Should I get an overnight? But she, it seemed to be fine. Um, I I tried a few different ones, and she didn't seem to have too many blow ups in these. So I just stayed with them. Um, I mean, again, I think it's whatever works for you. I've used regular diapers overnight, and they don't hold. 
um, his like sleep sack soaking wet. And like, I guess Jack just like pees a lot. I don't know, but I felt that way with Oliver too. Um, I feel like I, I do need to use an overnight for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I think every kid is different. And if like you've tried it and it doesn't really make a difference for you, then like it doesn't make a difference. I always thought it was like the marketing. Like, you know how, you know how they discovered like day and night cream is like really it was one cream and then they just like yeah decided like oh let's get double the sales from one person yeah smart <laughs> really smart no but i do feel like there's a difference um i mean on the same level do you, is there a specific wipe that you like i like the water wipes a lot you still there's use water no wipes? yes there's no odor because i've like because the hospital gave us a lot of samples of stuff and um i don't i didn't like the pampers wipes they like have a smell really yeah like the regular pampers wipes i don't know i've just always used the water since day one because it yeah never irritated her right and it just and there was no smell i like yeah i've just never uh, which ones do you use I use um the pampers are they called pampers they're basically the pampers equivalent to water wipes oh i see okay so there, and I, on it, like with Oliver, I used the water wipes when he was like a newborn. And then I switched to these and I was always getting a subscription from Amazon and I just never switched. So I just like continued to use them with Jack and I don't have an issue. I have never subscribed on anything on Amazon. Oh wait, really? because I don't, I, because Amazon freaks me out sometimes. I, cause I buy, like I look at the, the diaper reviews on Amazon and it says like dupes and shit. And yes. so I like won't buy that. So I buy like my diapers from Target. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. I'm very like weary on like what I subscribe to on Amazon. Um, I think it like I do it from their – it has to be like from the brand store. Okay. Yeah. And then it's but Even fine. then, sometimes there's like – There's like, weird shit. I mean, yeah. There's like, weird shit on there's Amazon. There's weird shit. I, but I do the Honest subscription through Honest. Mm-hmm. And I actually really, I really like having a diaper subscription and a wipe subscription because I feel like it's one of those things where you like run out and you're like, oh, fuck, I ran out of You need it tomorrow, yeah. And then like they happen to come show up at your doorstep like right when you need them. Smart. I really should have done that. Yeah. And you also like save a little bit. You get a little bit of a discount when you subscribe. Subscribe and save. (laughs) Subscribe and save. I like it. Not sponsored, seriously. Let us know if you guys are listening and you're like, I can't believe you didn't say X diaper. Um, so send it to us because, you know, who knows? Next kid. Um, all right. Last question. And this one's a loaded one and I don't know if we are equipped to answer it, but how to discuss one, but we'll read it anyway. How to, as the responsible podcasters that we are. <laughs> um, okay. How to discuss wanting more kids when your partner doesn't and you're the default parent. You want more kids, you're the default parent, your partner doesn't. How do you bro- broach the topic? So I feel like I'm like kind of, did I write this in? Um, <laughs> no, I like, I'm very much, I am one of three. So I just always thought I would have three kids. And I like really like the idea of having three kids. Um, Noah, on the other hand, does not. So I don't really – I would say like the way that like I think is a way to approach it because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a specialist. I have no idea. Um, You can't like bombard them with it. 
and like make them feel attacked and like there's no way out. You need to like slowly bring it up and kind of be like, well, could we talk about this in a year? Like maybe you don't feel right about that happening today, but maybe we could talk about it in a year. So many things change in a year. And then, you know, if you get to that year mark and like nothing's changing, like maybe you need to go to like couples therapy together and like actually talk because that's like a really serious topic. Like, yeah, especially if it's like you might feel even more strongly about that if you're going from like one to two rather than like two to three, but like, or whatever. I don't know. Like, I think if it's an actual issue, you need to seek professional help and like have somebody mediate that conversation. But I wouldn't like throw it all on somebody and be like, it's this way or the highway. You need to like hear them out, understand why they feel that way. And so they give you space to hear you out and understand why you feel that way. I agree. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And her saying like, she's the default parent. Like I get the, I get the thought behind that. Like the, the drive behind saying like, it doesn't, doesn't affect him as much because I'm the one who's going to be taking care of them anyway. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it does affect him because it's half his child. Yeah. So like I get that it feels unfair, um, but like it's still, that's part of his child and anything yeah. can happen in the future and that's another person you're bringing into this world who's just because you're the one taking care of him now, anything could happen. So like that, that kid is you've brought them into the world um so it's a big deal it's not just like who's who's like duty it is to take care i mean yes that part is really important because it's like you'll already have figured out like what whose roles and responsibilities um would this fall under but i agree it's it's a really hard conversation because it's so serious like you can't take it back Mm -hmm. and um I think also it's helpful to like get an understanding like to because because couples therapy is important because you can if it's something you really want and they don't want it like that could be a point of like contention in your relationship that could cause resentment so I think it would be helpful for if you're the one who wants the kid or if you're the one who doesn't want the kid and your listener to understand the other person's point of view and like to hear them out like yeah why like why do you want this kid or why do you not want the kid and if that person doesn't have a good answer or good enough for you be like ask them be like do you mind like giving me a little bit more like can you go back and sit with this and think about what it is what's the real reason you feel like it's not for you or it is for you like can you come back and really share with me as much as you can because that would help me understand your side um, rather than I just do, you know, like I feel like some people don't know why they want a kid or why they, why they feel it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because that have- might also make you think about it in a different way when you sit and think, what's the reason? What's yeah. life going to be like? This is a big like, change. Right. It's your partner. You need to understand both sides. But we also, we have Dr. Naomi coming on who does the oversharing podcast with Jordana yes, and, yes. um, I think this is like a really great topic to bring up. Great topic. Yeah. Like inter it's like it's like marriage, like real decisions, things that happen. Yeah. These are real serious <laughs> topics that like, you know, arise from the topic of children that like may have not ever arised if you were never to have kids. Like in your relationship, right. your relationship would be totally different. Right. And this is not something you could have like possibly planned for when dating. 
or agreeing to get married, you know, unless you're just like laid it all out there. Like this is the amount of children I want, but people could change their mind. So it's definitely a hot topic that we can talk about. Hot topic with Dr. Naomi. We have a be- Dear Betcha's Moms today for you guys. Yes. It's not a momster. It's a Betcha's mom. So shall we read it? Let's hear it. Hi, Brittany and Aileen. First off, thank you. I started listening last fall when pregnant, and you guys have truly been one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you. My question is, how? Question mark, exclamation point. How do you do all this? question mark exclamation point i recently went back to work after my baby turned five months and every day i feel like i am drowning maternity leave was truly one of the happiest times of my life but i don't necessarily want to be a stay-at-home mom nor do i want to go down to a one income household but now being a full-time employee and a mom has me hardcore frazzled every day feels like a marathon between all the things i have to do early in the morning, commuting, working all day, then trying to squeeze in quality time with my son before bedtime, then all the nightly chores, then trying to spend a little time with my husband, then collapsing into bed, only to get up a few hours later for middle of the night feed. Any tips slash tricks or even just solidarity? Does this get better? Question mark, question mark. Sincerely, a defeated bitch. Girl. I have like such like, I know. Like my stomach Hard is really like turning hearing this because- Hard really. I feel that. Yeah. It's early too. Yeah, it's early. To be honest, it's one of those things where once you kind of find your stride, like po- like in the beginning, it's really hard. It's so new. Don't like, don't, again, like you have to lower just the expectations and prioritize as much as you can and just know that it gets better in the sense that like you get used to it. And you also prioritize better and you choose things that are important to you. It becomes easier, those decisions, mm-hmm. a little bit easier. Not, it doesn't become easy. It just becomes a little bit easier. And you kind of get into like a stride. You get into a pattern. And that's what it is for it, that period. And then you're, and it changes. The kid yeah. goes to school and it's different. And the kid might have different needs and that might change also your life. So like, do you agree with that? I do agree with that. I think that um, it does get easier in the sense where you get used to it. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it's really difficult, the mental struggle of like being pulled in different directions of like what you want. Um, and I don't know if, that like fully goes away. I just think you kind of like figure out what works best for you. Like Aileen was yeah. saying, you just figure it out. You learn how to navigate it. You, you know, some days are harder than others. You're really truly in the beginning of this and it becomes more routine and it does get easier. And they stop waking up in the middle of the night at some point. So right. that helps. Yeah. Once you get your sleep back, it feels less intense. Like when you're not sleeping, you feel like the world is crashing on you and you're like, I can't do everything. And on top of that, I need to sleep. So I think that that part um, is a little bit helpful and it's like a key part of the equation because then you're like, oh, I can think clearly 
and I can decide or I can like, you know, compartmentalize and like be really present for work. I can get some pictures of my kid while, and then like spend time with them for the amount of time I, or, you know, you can ask if you have flexible hours at work, you can maybe fit in an extra hour, but like your child's going to end up going to school as long as you're not like homeschooling and whatever, you're, they're going to end up going to school. And, and if you're not going to, if you don't want to be a stay-at-home mom, I think that's like a great clue, like thing to like, you know, oh, like uh, focus on. Like mm-hmm. you do know what you want. So like you know that you don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. So, okay, so what does that mean? Like you want a career and that's something that is important to you. It may not feel important right now because of the newness of the situation, which is totally under, and that'll go in waves. So I just know that it, it gets easier and it gets easier and like things because things shift. Definitely. Uh, and you might and you and you along the way will make decisions that work for your lifestyle. Mhm. Right. That could help this. Like whether, you know, daycare or not or whatever it is, you know, things really do fall into place the way they should. And like I really would do everything in your parent not to compare yourself to any, and I know like you didn't say that, but sometimes it like falls. When you say how, how do you do all of this? I feel like that's mm-hmm. sometimes might stem in like how do does everyone do it? Or how do these girls that I see on Instagram do it who I'm like seeing on my feed? Like don't compare. I know that's easier said than done, but like no one actually posts a like a full 360 of like all of their emotions that they may or may not be processing or like doing. So it's like, it's not, that's not helpful either. Just know that like, while we say like people don't really talk about it. I mean, people talk about being a working mom, the challenges of being a working mom forever. Like, so it's not, this isn't a new subject matter. Right. It's challenging classically. <laughs> it, yeah. And 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 everybody's always trying to figure out what works best. Like there's no one size fits all in this. I feel like I said this a couple of times, this podcast. But like truly, like there isn't. It's really just work what works for you and like figuring it out. And like you do have a lot of different thoughts in a day. And you're getting used to being a mom. Like yeah. that's yeah. just You'll get there. It gets easier, and and find the support you need in your friends, in your family, and talk about it. That helps too. Yeah, and good childcare, and good childcare as, as a working mom. All right, Brittany. I feel like that was a good show. What do you think? That was a good show. I always, I mean, you know, I always feel like I walk away from a therapy session here. <laughs> <I'm> glad. <laughs> Um, well, that is it for today's episode of the Betches Moms podcast. Guys, leave us a review. We love you so much. And follow us at Betches Moms. We're doing a lot more stuff with the audience on our Instagram and just lots of stuff coming your way on social. So at Betches Moms, follow us. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow Brittany at it's underscore Brittany. It's underscore Lev. And (laughs) remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com. Betches. 
Betches.